everyone, welcome back to Lacquer Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for a side project. I recently heard of this show, Invincible, and I kind of jumped right in. And after this first episode, I thought I'd do a really quick review of this Amazon Prime premiere. Uh, I did premiere March 25th. I am just now getting my way uh, around to it. Very intrigued by the first episode. Got a lot of things going for this show. Since it is the premiere episode, let's take a look behind the curtains. I just want to ask Piers, maybe grab a pencil, take some notes. I'm about to drop knowledge. We'll start with the show's creator, who is Robert Kirkman. If you do not recognize that name, Walking Dead is uh, what he is most famous for. And I see that he has a lot of the Walking Dead cast as I was looking over at the um, the X-Ray, voicing some of the characters. I really loved it. Um, I think it was Marsquan. I forgot his last name. <laughs> but um, we have Steven Young going into the titular characters and the cast of this show who is who was Glenn on The Walking Dead. Uh, we have J.K. Simmons, who is his father, Mark's father. He plays Mark on the show, Steve Young, by the way. Debbie Grayson is voiced by Sandra O. Oh. Nolan Grayson, Omni-Man. He is J.K. Simmons. Samantha Eve Wilkins slash Adam Eve is voiced by Jillian Jacobs. William Clockwell voiced by Andrew Rannells, uh, Cecile Stedman, voiced by Walton Goggins, Donald Ferguson, voiced by Chris Diamantopoulos. I may have screwed that up. Um, but we did have the Guardians of the Globe. <laughs> Rudy, uh, Rudolph Rudy Connors robot was voiced by Mars Marquand. I knew I was getting his last name and Zachary Quinto, respectively. Rex Sloan, Rex Floyd, uh, voiced by Jason Mant Zokas. Kate Shaw by Malaise Jow. Shrinking Ray by Greg Griffin. Amanda Monster Girl by Kevin Michael Richardson. Marcus Grimsom, uh, Carrie Payton. Amber Bennett, Zazie Beats. We saw her in this episode. Um, Art Rosenbaum by Mark Hamill. Damien Darkblood by Clancy Brown. Alan the Alien is voiced by Seth Rogen. Hill Cannon, Fred Tataskier. Steve, voiced by John Hamm. That was one of the Secret Service guys that we saw in this episode. Um... Not gonna give everybody a shout out, but there, because <laughs> the list is very, very long. Uh, Lauren Cohan as Holly slash War Woman, uh, and Sonequa Martin Green. I really wanted to just name off the <laughs> the Walking Dead. They played a lot of the Guardians: Alana Green, Green Ghost, Martian Man, Chad Coleman, Joseph. Red Rush, Michael Cutlets, and Darkwing was Lenny James. Aquarius was also played by Ross Marquand. So I, I really like how he brought them in to, 
to really be involved in this project i believe that they still have a really good relationship i don't know why i wouldn't think they wouldn't but <laughs> there are some other cameo voices in this series i'm sure a lot more um finish it off with executive producer simon Ra- Raki opa rassi opa Robert Kirkman, David Alpert, Christine Winder, Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg. Um, names that are very, very familiar to us all. It's based on the Invincible comic by Robert Cork, uh, Kirkman and Corey Walker and Ryan Otley. And it was produced by Maude Lewis. So uh, I think we've given our uh, round of applause. Let's go ahead and jump into what we thought of this episode. It's About Time was written by Robert Kirkman, directed by Robert Valley. I gave this episode a 10 out of 10. I was not knowing what to expect when I went into this, quite frankly. I, I didn't even read up on the synopsis. I just pressed play and went into it. So I had very little expectations. I'm not little, but I just didn't, like, I was like, oh, okay. And then the first scene really popped it off. I like the back and forth between, there's a lot of realism in this, despite it being an animated series. Like, the part about him dragging the trash out, and then you just see the skid lines from it leaking. (laughs) Like, we've been there, I've been there anyway, um, taking trash out when you've worked at a restaurant so some of the things that really work for the show is the bits of realism that i can relate to but we start with this um attack on the white house i like how things are rather um (laughs) they're rather uh in character in this world like yeah the white house has been replaced three times already this world is a world in which we're constantly going back before back and forth between villains and they're super villains there is no need to you know conceal people's identity for you know people seem to know some do know who they are (laughs) a little weird about the stretchy man and the kid but i love the whole play on the avengers i just love the way in which like i don't even know if it's it was part avengers part uh justice league but man i love how they showed them coming in they are saving the day they're saving the civilians then before they take out like they're the quintessential good guys right and i like that they're all a play off of batman and wonder woman (laughs) and uh the flash i think i was laughing the most about that because he's annoying even to his own people and then we have omni man who's play who uh, is also known as nolan who is kind of the superman of the group and superman we all know you don't want him turning on you because <laughs> it's a hard ass job to take him down and uh that comes to some type of fruition at the end of this episode very shocking end of this episode uh so they take down the bad guys and we meet mark who is the son of omni man he's 17 he's waiting to come into his powers he's supposed to have come into them at his puberty we even get a little bit of backstory where he's talking to his son (laughs) and he tells him look i'm from this planet named vitrium 
It's kind of like Earth, except everyone can fly, has super strength. <laughs> Um, this is kind of like Superman's home Earth. I can't recall the whole entire... Y'all know how I feel about Superman. At least some of y'all know how I feel about Superman. And um, he's been sent to Earth as its envoy to basically to be the protector of Earth. This is what he tells his child. And that one day he's going to inherit these same type of powers... You know, I love when he's like, you're going to go through puberty, you're going to get acne, you're going to get hair in places that, you know, you never saw before. And you're also going to, you know, learn to fly and get super strength. <laughs> like the handoff is going to be awesome to this kid. So he's been waiting for a very long time for this to happen. He was told at like 10, he was thinking it was going to peak at 13. Four years later, he's still waiting for his powers to come in to fruition he's a regular kid uh, goes to school is picked on by a bully who goes after amber first who we get for a brief second but i was already standing her i don't know why he gets to sexually harass a student though in the middle of school however um, mark is like well i'm gonna be a good person and actually do something about this and for his troubles, he is punched in the gut and it propels him across the damn room. You got knocked the fuck out, man! Amber's like, you got to be out of your goddamn mind. And she gave him <laughs> the hardest leg kick to the balls. Damn! Then politely said thank you and walked away. <laughs> the next time he runs into the bully amber is not around but he ain't got his powers he finds this out when he's trying to put trash in the trash can and when he tries to put the second bag in even the part where he lifted up and then it goes up a little bit and it falls back down every fucking time i'm putting my trash in that damn dumpster exactly what i'm like why do y'all not even just leave it open i get why because <laughs> clearly we don't want critters to get in here but it's very difficult to get that motherfucker open jesus at least during the day i don't know maybe the maintenance people should be responsible for putting down before the evening sun anyhow he gets his powers he goes with his uh he goes and tells his dad his dad is like oh no! then he fakes being happy which his son can clearly see <laughs> And he says, we'll train tomorrow at 6 a.m. Mark is like, I'm going to do this by myself. He try, he does fly, but he goes into space, is unconscious, almost runs into a plane, and falls down and crashes into Earth. So by the time uh, 6 a.m. rolls around, because he was doing this around 1, uh, he's pretty sleepy. He needs some coffee. So they start to train and uh, I, I like the way they explained or he was explaining how their powers work and it's not just, hey, you just fly. Like there's something to it. That's my favorite part about season one of The Flash is we learn in detail what and how Barry's powers work. I want to see my Barry Allen doing some of the stuff that, <laughs> that this Flash was doing. Training kind of goes like, you know, 
as well as it's gonna go <laughs> he comes back home and doesn't even try to lower his voice thinking uh nolan like it would be better if it probably would have been better if he didn't have his powers at all because this sucks he didn't even try to hide it <laughs> he didn't make up a little bit later because of course mark gotta go out and prove himself well first he goes to school uh the bully tries to pick on him and he's like yeah well i have superhuman strength right now so you can punch me all the fuck you want i don't feel a thing but i need to punch something and his friend was like but he just left (laughs) so he goes off and stops a robbery and apparently the two guys had paid the villain to act as a shield because he's made a rock so he would take the the brunt of the bullets but he's like uh i don't fucking want to (laughs) die he gets them away but is stopped by uh invincible aka mark and uh he is able to take down his bad guy however his father's like you look ridiculous and then he takes him with him he finally breaks down and tells him you know i can do this i want to be like you i know that you don't have a lot of faith in me right now but i'm gonna need you to try to you know have some faith because he didn't punch him really fucking hard (laughs) he said (laughs) try to punch me and then he gave his son a punch he had him crying he was just like what the fuck man you've never touched me before and then you punch me like that take out my whole solar plexus with the with the shit (laughs) so he said punch me again i can take it i'm a man I'm not gonna cry like a little girl anymore and his father's like yeah i really fucked this up let me try to make it up to you by buying you some clothes i'm gonna pop some tags only got twenty dollars in my pocket i'm looking for a cover this is fucking awesome or a super suit in this particular case um they do try one on but it looks like trash thus He's like, um, well, when you have a name and you give me something to work with, maybe I can help you out a little bit better. While playing the best, like, catch ever in the sky, um, father and son finally, uh, have the proper conversation they should have had the first time of, you can do anything, you're invincible, this gives him the, uh, the inspiration for what his name is gonna be, he gets his costume, he takes down his bad guy he's got you know the hero dream going for him and then we get the other half the other shoe drop of the episode where someone calls all of the guardians together to meet at their super secret cave out in the mountain somewhere i love that we see each of them in their own lives beforehand you got batman doing the batman thing <laughs> and then you have oh my favorite line from him too was like this ain't a fucking spectator sport <laughs> and people were filming outside the white house like you're not making my job easy at all how about you run away and then maybe i could take down the bad guys and i have to get y'all dumbasses out of the damn way of danger then we have them all getting to the location and <laughs> turns out that flash senses it first but omni man has come to take them out best part about this scene is that he does not say one 
word like they're wondering like what the hell he takes out flash first and the way in which he was beating the shit out of his chest and then he was crushing his skull this 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 is not okay they think he might be brainwashed but it's us or them fake batman said i choose us and they all chose death because that's what met them it was a brutal fight too it wasn't even like he had it easy he got fucked up too but he took the punches and there even at the last minute the fake wolverine (laughs) was like why just tell me why and then he just swiped his hand and took his damn head off I was impressed I was Uh, I did gloss over the scene between mom and son I like their relationship but I was left with the impression of the end of this episode and him just passing out and I'm like what is happening (laughs) and I need to know more I don't know if I'll be dropping another episode today because I have two other shows to drop but uh might be dropping one tomorrow as stated earlier in the episode this is kind of a um (laughs) sporadic podcast on this show I think this is how I'm gonna handle my movies too just when I want to do it I'll just post when I'm in the mood to record them Uh, if you do want to comment definitely drop those comments below if you want to send any type of feedback blackrocouch at gmail.com my social media will be below as well remember to like share subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and black or magic